We have heard stories about online predators harassing and exploiting children, but an investigation by the New York Times casts a different lens on this concern. Now, children under the age of 13 can't create their own social media accounts, but their parents can create and manage one for them. And in the world of social media, where someone can become an influencer or a star, the Times reports on how some parents are presenting and promoting their children on Instagram, despite knowing that some of their followers might be predators. And I'll note these children are mostly girls, although not entirely. New York Times reporter Jennifer Valentino DeVries has been investigating the almost reciprocal relationship between these parents and the mostly men who are watching. She joins us now. Jennifer, welcome to Here and Now. Thanks for having me. So, Jennifer, you begin the story of the investigation with a woman called Alyssa, who's the parent of one of these tween influencers. Tell us a little bit about Alyssa and her story. Alyssa and her daughter started in this influencer world during the pandemic as a way to pass time. Alyssa was interested in photography. Her daughter's interested in photography and fashion and was also in dance. And other girls that they knew were posting themselves on Instagram or their parents were posting them on Instagram and working with clothing brands, leotard brands to get discounts on this clothing. And it just sounded like a fun thing to do at that time. But they noticed pretty quickly that the more followers they got, the more likely those followers were to be men. And been a lot of time trying to block these followers and so forth. But at some point, a lot of the parents who I think are in the situation where they do end up with a lot of male followers told us that they didn't really want to think or did not believe that all men who are following these girls are pedophiles. And I, you know, I heard this explanation so often that maybe they were just nice old men who had had daughters who were in gymnastics or dance and these girls were reminding them of that. I'm going to jump in there for a second, Jennifer, because actually in your reporting, you do draw a distinction that there are some that are just, you know, that second uncle who say go team, but that there is this other category of follower that shows up more and more as more followers show up and that there is something darker and more disturbing going on there that is more inappropriate interactions, lascivious responses to pictures, et cetera. Is that fair? Yes, I do think that that is fair. And I think some of the men will say that they were a social media expert and could help them grow their following. Or they would say they were a grieving father whose daughter had been in gymnastics and they now just wanted to support girls who reminded them of their child. You know, ultimately there would be no record of any such death Mm -hmm. or any such daughter to begin with. One of the things I want to draw out for there as we talk about this, Jennifer, is that over time, as there are more followers, the parents of these often young girls create sort of premium levels. There's other levels Mm -hmm. of engagement. There's other things that can be sold, maybe exclusive pictures if you pay a monthly membership fee. Uh, We are talking about a back and forth interaction over time in which these more predatorial men have an opportunity to get more engaged for the parents to have a better sense of what's going on. And it's there that you found that not everybody said, whoa, I'm out. It's helpful to think of it as sort of a funnel, right? At the broadest point, you have parents who are simply, you know, they're dance moms or cheerleader moms or, you know, something like that. 
eventually you move down that funnel until a small number of parents would be charging for extra photos. There were accounts that were really doubling down on this bikini content. They were offering interactions with the child that you could pay for and really getting much closer to a line of exploitation or even close to a line of questioning whether this was legal or not. And I'll flag there in the reporting, and I'll note that, you know, the New York Times did not post the pictures of the children. But many of the descriptions involved, you know, bikini or, uh, you know, short skirt or a shirt open and a tank top. And again, you've Mm -hmm. noted a lot of this is dance clothing, it's gymnastics clothing, but there is a sexualization aspect that comes through in the story. A a couple of other things for you, Jennifer. So I understand it in its own internal research, Meta found that 500,000 child Instagram accounts had quote-unquote inappropriate interactions every day in 2020. Did Meta used to do more? Is there more they could do? And do they have any sense of the other patterns of behavior by some of these followers? You know, they do. Plenty of parents have complained about it. Meta is aware of that. They've recently faced a lot of questioning in Congress, and there are laws that are being proposed to try to ensure that they have some more responsibility for protecting children who are using their platforms. But I also have to tell you, I've been covering technology for nearly 15 years now. These types of laws about child protection and privacy and so forth have been debated at the federal level for a very long time, and I simply haven't seen anything actually happen. I'm, I'm not really holding my breath. So I think then the, the very last question for you, Jennifer, is what has been the response to this investigation since it came out? You know, we have heard from a number of parents saying that this has really made them be more aware of what can happen if they aren't absolutely diligent about policing the followers and people who are liking or looking at the photos. We've also gotten a lot of pushback from parents who are in this sort of dance moms type world who think that social media is important for their children. This is a good activity for them. And preparing their children for the influencer economy is a positive step. I hear that, but I also think that this is kind of a sign of how much social media and this drive toward being an influencer has really changed and affected our culture and just changed how people think about what is appropriate to share. And it's been a bit stunning to me. New York Times reporter Jennifer Valentino-DeVries. Jennifer, thanks so much. Thank you.